Chris Ward, if you did not listen to last week's show, okay, I want you to go back to Pandora, I want you to go back to Spotify, I want you to go back to Anchor FM, I want you to go back to Apple Podcasts, it's on eight, all eight podcasts, and go back and get last week's show, it's full of so much revelation, in reference to actually the kingdom of God versus this now fleshly world that we live in. And that's the constant battle for us. Um, Jesus told his disciples, greater are you than the disciples who walk when Paul was notably wrote two thirds of the new Testament and he never saw Jesus Christ. He had to learn how to operate in the kingdom on the fly. He did not have the privilege of the other apostles, the 12 that followed Jesus while he was alive, that he trained, they ate together and slept together, and he washed their feet, and they talked to him, and he trained them constantly while they were here. Paul did not have that. Paul was a hater, and if you go to Acts chapter 8, you will see he was a persecutor of the righteous. He actually had papers from the Sanhedrin Council to arrest and terminate the lives of Christians who were preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, that's terrible, but it shows you the depths of grace that God has. If God could take a murderer who consented to someone being murdered in his presence— who authorizes, it's like a police officer show up on the scene and he hates you and he got other policemen that are there and he tell him, just drag him out over in the bushes and execute him. You need, for no, other than what you believe. You believe you wasn't speeding? Okay, they drag you out of the car, they're going to push you over in the bushes and they're just going to open fire until all the guns is empty. Come on. God forgave him for that. God's grace and compassion and goodness and mercy is so great. And there's been a tremendous price as we go to Revelation 5, verse 11. That's where we left off last week. And we're going back there. There's been a tremendous price paid for your ability to go in and out of the kingdom of God. To be in the flesh, but not of the flesh. Jesus had to sleep. Jesus had to eat. He had a natural body just like you did. But his spirit was supernatural in that, one, he had been with God in eternity past, and two, he knew he was fulfilling his purpose down here to show us how to walk in the supernatural just the way he did. He was all God and all man, and you have the same capabilities. Oh, my God. Somebody said, 
I can be all God and all man all the time? Yes, you can. See, and that's what Jesus did. <coughs> Excuse me. And so we have to learn that. The number one thing that you can do as a finite being while you're in this finite body, what does that mean, finite? It means it's going to pass away at some point. Your spirit ain't going to pass away. Your spirit's going to live forever. You're going to live forever in the presence of God or in, in a fiery hell, one of the two, depending on what position your spirit died in, your body died in. See, the spirit lives forever. Once you are born into this earth's realm, you ne you're never going to experience natural death more than one time. That's it. The flesh dies, and either you, you your spirit is going to live forever, okay, in the presence of God. And if you have not received Jesus Christ, you will live in, after the judgment day, you will live in an eternal hell and abyss. Somebody said, well, I thought you said God was merciful. Well, he is. But he's also a righteous king. And when you know how many people I have attempted, and I'm going to ask you this question. How many people have you attempted to lead to the Lord and share the gracious goodness of God through the salvation of Jesus Christ, and they told you no? I don't know the number, but there's been a few. Just a few? Mm-hmm, a few. Okay. Uh, and so... There are some people that reject the grace and goodness of God. But one of the ways to make sure that we're able to access the kingdom, all of its health benefits, all the wisdom and problem-solving benefits, and all the money that we're going to need, natural riches, uh, read um, Revelation 5.11 for me. I mean, yeah, 5.11. Revelations uh, 5, verse 11, and, be, and I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Now, the point I'm going to make here before we go into the scripture I really want you to grasp is that he beheld and heard. So the kingdom of God is not this vaporous uh non-existent place it is a real place in the universe the throne room of God is a real place the Bible says that Jesus after his death burial and resurrection is now seated at the right hand of God God has hands how about that you have hands he has hands you were made in this image if you go back to Genesis chapter 1 you will see that men were made in the image of God both naturally and spiritually. Now, we all take, we all have different characteristics and how we look and all that because our family lineage was different. But his internal image of a supernatural being, which is his spirit, the Bible says he molded our bodies and he blew into us life. What life? Zoe life, everlasting life ever springing life with the ability to reproduce anything that he authorized us to, to do it through the word. So read that again and go right into verse 12. Revelations um, 5 verse 11. And I beheld and I heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beasts 
and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Verse 12, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Stop right there. Now, those are the spiritual attributes of Jesus Christ and God the Father. The, the, the two shall become one. They, they, and the Holy Spirit is here to show us how to assimilate. <coughs> Excuse me. To assimilate the attributes of God the Father and Jesus Christ. It says here, Revelation 5, 12, <coughs> excuse me, saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb that was slain. He, through his death, burial, and resurrection, he paid the price so that you may enter the kingdom and operate freely the way he did, the way God intended. See, if you go back to Genesis chapter 1 and you see Adam had total free. He named every animal, every living thing in this earth. He, na he named it. He had total dominion in this earth. And, and having total dominion in this earth, guess what? You can operate. When, when man has total dominion in this earth and they are godlike, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's how that happens. It has to happen through a man who's still here, who has assimilated uh, the power and riches. Let's look at these words here. I'm going to look at this word power. This word power here, literally and figuratively, especially Miraculous power, usually by implication, a miracle itself, ability. So this word power here is not talking like a dictator. This is talking about the miraculous ability of God that was seen in Christ Jesus when he was raised from the dead. The Bible says that Jesus was raised from the dead. That means his body had been in that tomb for three days and three nights. Every cell in his body had died, was dead. Every physical function, every cell, every gland, every organ, every chemical process, every bone, every ligament, every tendon, every cartilage, every burst of sac was dead. It no longer had any life in it. And this power that you see here came and raised Jesus up. It's the same power that you have access to when you believe the word of God and respond to God in faith and not according to circumstances here. He says to receive power. Let's look at this word riches here. This word riches is, oh, watch out there now. It says wealth as fullness, i.e. literally Money, possessions, or figuratively abundance, richness, specifically valuable bestowment of riches. That's the, that's the financial realm. 
So you can dominate this earth realm with miracle power. You can dominate this earth realm with 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 abundant with material wealth. Why would he give it to you? If he didn't want you, why would he mention it? It's mentioned so many times in the Bible. So we have to receive power, which is miraculous, raised from the dead power, to, to, to restore anything that's dead. Riches, let's look at this word wisdom, because there's seven of them attributes here. It says here, from the word 480, wisdom, higher or lower, lower, lower worldly or spiritual. Now, what does that mean? Wisdom is if you put your hand on a hot stove and you burn yourself. Wisdom is that's natural. That's world. This is worldly wisdom that you don't go back and put your hand on the same stove that's on to burn yourself again. Spiritual wisdom is the ability to go so much farther in that it it gives you the ability to solve problems. God is the solution. Jesus is the solution to any problem that you have. All you need to do is take time, spend time in his word, worship and praise, pray in the spirit, and then ask him what to do. Let's look at this next word, strength. He is the solution. Strength, strength is the next word there. Okay, it. it says, uh, iskos, force, form of blah, blah, blah. Forcefulness, literally or figuratively, ability, might, power, strength. So if you're in a weak little body, I was listening to this testimony. This woman was in a body cast, and she and this was she was Catherine Kuhlman's, they they I was listening to YouTube, and they had uh they were talking about Catherine Kuhlman's greatest miracle. And this woman had been in the body cast her whole life, okay? And her bones were unable to receive strength. They would, they would just crumble like, like sand. You know, you make a sand castle. <coughs> and she was unable, okay, to a actually walk for years. For over 30 years, she was in this body cast and was in constant pain because the nerves that run through the veins or run through the, the, the bones and her spine and what have you were constantly crumbling. She was constantly on medication. She had an aberrant life, to say the, say the least. And she needed her bones to gain strength. I'm drinking some water. Clear my throat. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, so it says forcefulness, literally or figuratively. So literally for strength. Figuratively gives you courage. Something that's figurative is it's not a physical thing. It's sometimes you just need courage to keep going. You need patience. That is part of the, the physical strength of God. He gives you patience to keep going even when everything don't line up. When you're under deep persecution, and we're going to read, when we leave here, we're going to read in Second Peter 2. Okay? So it gives you the ability to carry on and do what you need to do, either physical strength under some circumstances, mental strength, or uh, psychological strength to carry on, patience and courage, endurance. The Bible talks about those things. And you need it. 
if you're going to walk with God, and honor. Let's look at this word honor here. What the what the what? Honor. And I got a dead spot on my, I, boy, I need to stop saying that. But this thing doing what it want to do. Come on here now. Stop that. Okay. The word honor means, okay, thank you, Jesus. It flipped around so I could see it. <laughs> Uh-huh. The word honor means, wow, a value. The word is time. Okay. Money paid or concretely or collectively valuables by analogy, esteem. So this, this word honor means that you're going to have the ability to assimilate riches Okay, by the honor, the the honor and accumulation of wealth is always um, run together. They're twins. Honor, wisdom, and money, attraction, run together. Say it with me. Money, M money, wisdom, wisdom, and attraction, attraction. Which is honor. Honor is the spiritual force that causes, attracts God's grace and mercy to you. Because it says here, money paid. Uh-oh. Money paid? A pay-for car? Oh, my goodness. Watch out there now. A pay-for house? Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Collectively valuables by analogy, esteem, especially of the highest degree. So when you look at Jesus in all his majesty, okay, the pearly gates, the streets of gold, <coughs> the Bible paints majestic pictures for us to see in the kingdom. And they really exist. It says a precious price, a precious sum. So honor is the spiritual force that will accumulate, cause you to accumulate wealth, cause money to come to you without working. Somebody said, oh, that's not so. Everybody has to work for their money. You think, do, when do you see Jesus working for money? Hello, when do you see the apostles working for money after Jesus came on them and they submitted themselves to them? Jesus was a, a Peter, James, and John were fishermen. But after they committed themselves to Jesus, okay, you don't see them fishing for a living anymore. Now, they might have been fishing to get some fish to eat. Okay, but you don't see that. You see Jesus through the honor that God gave him to pay their taxes. Oh, my goodness. What time is it? What time? Is it tax time right now? Terrible tax and all these tax people that's running these. And what's the other one that's always on here? You see him, the tax people here in California. H&R Block, they all over. There's another one. They're running them commercials now. Jesus paid taxes. And what it was, was this very honor right now that came on Jesus and the Sadducees and the Pharisees came on Jesus and said, came to the disciples and says, does thou master pay taxes? 
and they came upon him, he said, yeah, give, give, unto, give honor unto who is due. Okay, in other words, they lived in a geographical area, and it was tax time. And the tax collectors are the most was the most hated people on the face of the earth then and even now. Nobody wanted to deal with the IRS or whatever the collection agency is. And if you live in a communist country, you ain't got to worry about it because you ain't going to have nothing to pay taxes on. Okay? They'll steal you blind. It says here, so honor is the ability, is a spiritual force that causes money to accumulate around you. To you, from you, accumulate abundantly. Okay, let's look at the word glory. It's doxa. Oh, doxa, glory. Very apparent in a wide variety of applications, literally or figuratively, objectively or subjectively. Dignity, glorious. There's honor works with that. Praise and worship. So this word here that we see, doxa, is, and when you, when you and listen, if you put all this together, and I'm going to show you just as we head down the road here, we got a few minutes. Um, my sister said, you need to teach people how to meditate. And he, I'm, I'm going to show you after I look up this last word here. Okay. It says here, uh, Glory and blessing. Now, now I'm in Revelation 5.12. Now, the way I meditate this, okay, I'm in the throne room. I'm seeing this with the eyes of my imagination. I'm seeing, and I start in, in, in Revelation 11. <coughs> Help me, Lord. It says, and I beheld and heard. So I asked God to superimpose my spirit to enter the kingdom of God and actually see this picture in my mind. This is how you meditate, and this is how you draw the power and the attributes of Jesus Christ to begin to operate for you. See? It says here, and I beheld, and Chris beheld, and heard the voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beast, and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000, and the thousands of thousands. So right there, what did I do? I put my name in there. It says, and Chris beheld. You want to superimpose your being your soul, because you can't really take your body to, to into the throne room of God right now, not while we're here, but from a from from an integral standpoint, integrally you can do it. Why? If you have the and that's how you build the mind of Christ. Say the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ. You begin to see see into the supernatural realm of the kingdom. And and Chris Ward beheld and heard the voice of many angels round about the throne and the beast and the elders and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and 10,000 thousands. Okay. And thousands, thousands. Verse 12. Now watch this. Say what I be Chris Ward be healed. Them say them, the elders and the angels and the creatures saying with a loud voice, worthy is the lamb. 
that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. And Father, right now, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth in Chris Ward's life as it is in heaven right now. Ooh, I receive my inheritance being a joint heir with Christ Jesus. What he has, I have. Hallelujah. Who he is, I am. Thank you, Lord. Where he goes, I can go. Hallelujah. I can go into the throne room of glory, and I can be there, and I can hear them, and I can see this taking place. Hootie who, hootie who. That's how you do it. And that is so powerful. That's called meditation. Let's go to uh, 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 Acts. No. Let's go to Joshua 1 8. And read that for me. Joshua 1 8. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. But Stop right there. So it's, 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 it kind of reads a little backwards there. It says, shall not depart. In other words, if you read that in the natural sense, you should not ever speak the word of God. No, it shall continually depart from it, from out of your mouth. When you listen, when you are speaking the word of God in faith, believing you receive what you're reading in the Bible, it turns into supernatural faith. It's supernatural when you believe it. When you make a petition to God from this earth's realm, your prayer goes into the throne room where all this, this blessing and honor and glory and strength and power and riches is being manifested, okay? And what happens is that anointing comes on you and you begin to manifest it in this earth realm. Why? Because you're Christ in you, the hope of glory is now getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and your faith is being purified. And what happens is every testimony that comes to pass in this earth's realm, just like for right now, I God had promised me that over 35 years ago that I'd be a very wealthy man, that I'd be a billionaire. And within the last month, I have come into the presence of billionaires. So much, well, you a billionaire now? I am by faith. I believe I received it. I received it 38, 35, 32, however many years ago it was. I received it. I believe I received it. And now the manifestation is taking place. Do I want to be a billionaire? Somebody said, it don't take all that. Guess what? Have you took a, have you taken a look to see what's going on in this world? Have you seen all these storms taking all these houses, putting people on the street at the speed of light, hurricanes and floods and tornadoes and earthquakes? Uh, ask the people in Turkey if they if they like a billionaire to come and rebuild their houses for them. Hello. See, you can do a lot of good with money. Money takes on the character of the persons whose hands it's in. Now, if you ask, if you ask you that say, "Oh, it don't take all that," but go over there and ask them, them people over in Turkey, where half the population became homeless in one day, in less than fifteen minutes. Hello, 
See, if you got money, you can go over there and do something about it. You can take food and you can, you listen, you can get you one of them big, you can rent an army transit plane and big old planes to carry all that stuff and drop that stuff over there and then people can, they can live. And then you can send the army, you can send engineers over there and rebuild that property. See, all that stuff went down because they, they didn't have the money to build the property. It wasn't built properly. Imagine have an earthquake and everything everything inside the earthquake realm went totally to the ground, became rubble in 10 seconds. It wasn't built properly. The building code. And it takes money to build houses and, and, and dwellings properly based on based on where you live in that. I mean, we live on a fault here in California. We live on a fault. So the way you do that, revert uh, Joshua one eight. We'll get to the. We'll get to it. Go ahead. Joshua one eight. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. You and make then- your own way prosperous. That's all I'm gonna say because we are too, totally out of time. Well, well. Go ahead and lead them to the Lord, but come back so we're going we're gonna to explore that scripture a little more. Uh, repeat after me. Um, dear God, forgive me for my sins. I believe in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus, come into my heart, live inside of me. Fill me with your power overflowing. Give me dreams and visions of my purpose. Amen. Amen. This is Apostle and Prophet Chris Ward. This is the Voice of the Minion broadcast. We love you. Listen, you can visit us at 9815 South Vermont Avenue. Uh, every Saturday morning at 9.30, we're there. You can call us at 424-261-3208. You can visit, you can write us at Ward International, P.O. Box 1365, Inglewood, California. We love you with the love of the Lord. Amen. Come on back next week. I lift my hands in soul.